Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Well, if we're not spending all our money on flowers, uh, Sinead Ryan, presenter of the Home Show, is with us here today. Where can we save our money? Because AIB the, have increased interest rates for deposit holders. So, yeah, what effect? Ha- like, sorry, it's about time. Um, and look, well done to AIB for doing it, but it's about time. We have had eight interest rate mm. increases on loans and mortgages over the last year and nothing on deposits. So I think it's a good move. It's their hand, like to be largest extent now, the banks are under pressure to do this because um, <laughs> their own interest rates, like they're still hoovering up on the old deposits with the European Central Bank. So like, let's not lose the run of ourselves. But yes, AIB has announced 2% return now on regular savings products. Now, there's terms and conditions and some of these are hilarious because, first of all, um, the the accounts they're targeting are like the junior saver and the teenagers. So it's just in time for the communion and the confirmation money. But the regular online saver account, which is for adults, uh, offers a 2% return. Now, it's for up to €1,000 per month for 12 months only. After that, it drops back to 0.1%. So these are like short-term savings deposits. And I presume can you withdraw during that period? Um, well, I there, there there may be restrictions in it. I you, you're certainly not going to get your full lot if you yeah. if you because there's it. usually Remember, restrictions there are, around. But the, you've got to commit. In terms of the restrictions on withdrawals, they tend to apply more to lump sum deposits. So, for instance, if you're putting away ten thousand or twenty thousand, the and then you machine. pull it out after exactly, and you pull it out after, before the year is up or the two years mm. are up, you're going to you're going to incur penalties with all banks. Now, now Bank of Ireland also is offering um, up to one one and a half percent, and PTSB actually had been the most generous up to now um, on regular savings. So, look, they're creeping up. I wouldn't be getting overly excited. Mm. And remember, Slowly, well, any interest than... that you do earn, um, the Minister for Finance will help themselves to 33% of it in the form of their tax. Um, 1800 453 I should say as well, Sinead, this is the number. If people have questions or queries for you today, you can you can give us a shout about that. Um, we're good at saving though. We're brilliant. The Irish are brilliant savers. For all the people who say I've no money at all, there's 151 billion euros in household savings products around the country. So not companies and corporations, Mm. you know, just deposit accounts, the post office, state savings, 151 billion. That's a ferocious amount of money. It's too much money on on deposit because um, inflation is so high, even though it's come down a bit, it's still at six and a half percent. And that means that those savings are just being eaten into. So every cent you've saved at the moment will be worth six and a half percent less next year by you doing nothing. Now, there's no interest rate on a deposit account that's going to overcome that. Uh, So that remains a problem for people. And yet, Andrea, you know, I know lots of people out there are also carrying debt at the same time. So they've Mm. savings on one hand and they have a credit card bill or a personal loan on the other. And look, an economist would say to you, that's mad. Take out the savings and pay off the interest bearing debt because the interest rate is higher. Um, I'd agree to a certain extent uh, something now, about the rainy day fund. People do like, yeah, but listen, it's lashing. <laughs> you know, economically, it's lashing. <laughs> We're in the middle of a cost of living crisis. People are juggling their beers, their bills. If you're in arrears on your electricity bill or you can't pay your mortgage and you're looking at your savings being 
eaten by inflation. Like that does not make sense. Uh, people do want to keep something because there's that always that fear it could be even worse next year. Yeah. You know? But I think it's about that balancing act. You mentioned obviously AIB and, and Bank of Ireland and permanent ESB, but the other investment options or what else is there? Well, if you look, have? I'm often asked, where can I get a return and keep my money completely safe? And, and I always answer, pick one or the other. All right. So if you want it completely guaranteed and safe, you are limited to deposit accounts. So either state savings accounts, which are tax free, but the return is lower. Uh, regular banks like uh, B Bank Ireland and PTSB, or you can go to European banks. There's nothing stopping anybody putting their money in a French bank or in a Dutch bank uh, or anywhere else. And actually, there's a European platform called Raisin. Uh, dot com, which compares all these and you can you can do it through that. So there's a Portuguese bank called, oh, and I'm not going to even pronounce it, <laughs> Banco Portugues the Guest Thou. They're offering 3.6% uh, on a lump sum deposit at the moment. Um, United, which is a French uh, like equivalent of a credit union, is offering 3.25% on lump sums at the moment. So you can actually get better deals. Now, the restriction is going to be in terms of dirt tax and tax that you have to pay on that. So it's worth checking that out. But there's nothing stopping you doing it. The the exception is the North of Ireland or Britain. Because of Brexit, most banks will not let you open up an account unless you've got a UK address. What other things, other options? No. uh, uh, Well, the first thing is to pay down interest bearing debt. And I'm really kind of, I bang on about that because it is the best use for your savings at the moment. Now, not your mortgage as, as such, but anything that carries a higher interest rate than you're earning. It's the credit card. Credit card, personal loans, term loans, um, you know, anything that that is carrying interest, it really do do that. Uh, the other thing to do is if you don't need the money for at least six or eight years, if it's money just sitting on savings and you don't need it and you're not very elderly, it is worth talking to a financial broker and getting independent investment advice and putting it away and getting a far better return on it in a longer term sphere. Now, you're not going to make money in a year or two. Mm. That's not a good idea. But for longer term things, it's a really, really good idea. And people don't need the money right now. That would be my advice. Go and talk to somebody who, who can give you that advice. Uh, and the third thing is, and this will shock you, spend it. <laughs> if it's if yeah. inflation is eating it at six and a half percent, and there's a necessary purchase that you can make, so something that's that's going to add to your life could be home improvements, maybe you know, or painting and decorating something. I don't need that advice, it. That kind of thing, like that's a great use for for money that you don't have earmarked for something right now, uh, and and I would encourage people to go and do that. And of course, the the depart the. Government be delighted if you do that with an Irish company using Irish contractors. Uh, And that can be in a high inflation environment, better use for your money. The other thing I wanted wanted to chat to you about today, actually 087 1400 106 is the WhatsApp number. A story in The Independent about the number of households, 130,000 that are going to be hit with increased electricity and gas prices yeah. because of the, the discount, the end to the discount deals. Mm. Because um, in a lot of those cases, you sign up for a year or in a lot of cases, two years in order to secure those deals. Uh, and when the prices of oil started going up, particularly because we're over a year now, we're a year and a half into this horrendous war uh, in Ukraine, uh, the prices start going up and people try to fix deals right there and then. They are now exiting those deals and the standard practice, the normal practice mm. for electricity and gas suppliers is to revert you onto what they call the standard tariff. That's the rip-off rate. 
Okay, that's the highest possible rate and they will do that automatically. So the thing to do is to be mindful of of when you started that switch and go back in and do it again and shop around. Prices are levelling. Now, they're not coming down fast enough because the suppliers here in Ireland hedge the, the wholesale electricity that they take in, the oil that they take in. And they might do that months or even a year out to get the, what they think is the best price. So it takes ages for it to filter through. You'll see it quicker on the petrol pumps, mm. which is far more immediate than you'll see it in your electricity. Yeah, it's nothing to do with the government's energy credit. No, this is just people no, who were locked not in. not at all. I mean, the government did support those increases by giving out the 600 euros over three months. They did that. We don't know if that's going to be repeated. There doesn't seem to talk and that has died down. Anyway, it won't be done this side of the budget. Um, so, you know, it will level off and come down, but just not quick enough for a lot of families. So it is worth going back in to re-secure those deals once you come out of a contract. I wouldn't do it before your two years is up because they can charge you a 50 euro breakage fee for breaking that contract. Uh, now, some commentators are saying even that's worth it, but I'm not convinced. I would say when your two years is up or your year is up, go back in and, and onto bankers.ie or switcher.ie or the CCPC places that we know are mm. independently accredited and, and see what deal you can get there. Lunchtime Live at Newstalk.com is the email address as always. Um, if you have a question or a query for Sinead, who's here every Monday with Consumer Corner. Before I let you go, spending money on flowers a good investment in it? Oh, I well, I mean, well, I don't need to. I have a well-trained husband. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like buying them. I certainly don't have to buy them for myself, thank goodness. But I I do love buying flowers and receiving flowers. I used I to do. always think they were such a waste of money. And I have a yeah. friend who loves flowers. And it's oh, only in recent years now I enjoy yeah, flowers in the no, house. There's nothing nicer. And you know what? There's something nice about the spontaneity of it. And I mean, I'll take a bottle of wine off you equally, but I think it's nice to <laughs> give flowers. Fussy, give, a, give a splash yeah. of colour into somebody's life when you're visiting them for, for dinner or whatever. Uh, Adrienne has got in touch to say, my mum buys me flowers all the time for no reason. Probably every couple of weeks, brightens up my kitchen every day. This texter, my husband of 40 years, still buys me flowers every Aww. week. I never buy them myself. Another listener, I only started to buy flowers for myself since COVID. Uh, the brightness cheers me up no end. I thought flowers were pointless before then. And this listener, I love getting a bunch of flowers. I think they're such a thoughtful gift without being over the top. You're not embarrassed to receive them because you know they won't have cost an arm and a leg, says Alina. Oh, that's, yeah, I know. It is nice. I buy somebody a flower today or pick some flowers and give them to somebody. 87 Who and how frequently do you buy flowers? Sinead Ryan, we'll chat to you next Monday. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.